so far in sections, we've had a few upsets. When is the last time that you guys were really upset? This is actually therapy. Can I predict Danny's really (laughs) upset? Um, Danny, can I predict it for you? Sure. Uh, Yesterday, you must have been upset when you realized you bought tickets to the wrong game. I bought two Holy Angels (laughs) wide set of tickets. So, wow. Did you did you use the second ticket? No. And you didn't get the Edina? No. Wow. Were you upset? I I practice in what DBT um, is called radical acceptance. Oh, wow. Gosh, this sounds deep. Really deep. Um, It's not deep. It's just like accepting something so radically quickly that you just have to. You're not upset? Yeah, you just have to accept it. It, it, your fate's not going to change. There's so you don't no, go through the five stages of grief? No, you just have your to write. Your fate for sure changed. You didn't see Edina and Vanilla done a game-winning goal with 12 seconds left. That that's you. Your fate was ruined. Mm-hmm. But I got to spend a period next to Chris Wilson and a period next to Marty Mielli, which I didn't think I was going to do. So, but you didn't see Danny, Bobby what, Collins what's, score. What's worse, mi- missing a big game or falling on the ice at, at big? One hurt emotionally, one hurt physically for days. Wait, but the, <laughs> I thought it didn't emotionally hurt because you radically I, accepted I, it. I, yeah. I'm actually... Yes, you radically I'm, accepted it. I'm actually over it. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. I'm not... I'm, I'm mad, uh, but it is what it is. I have he, one. He's in the acceptance stage of grief. Okay. Yeah, like I said, I accepted it. <laughs> I have one. I'm not going to name the child or the gender. Uh, but this child drove one of my vehicles through the garage wall. That seems when? like that. Oh, no. That's Hadley. When the child was 16, maybe? Hadley. That's the last time you were really upset was when your child right was 16. through the wall into the basement. Into the basement? Well, the, the car was. Oh, boy. The front end was in the, basement. In the stairway. Oh, the man. wheels did not make it into the basement. Yeah, did it hurt your sectional? It was, it was feet away from the <laughs> sectional. Uh, Carl, Are you upset at all, Carl? When's the last time you were upset? I was upset. I was upset yesterday when I looked at the roster sheet that they made for seven AA for the playoff games for one of the teams, and this has been happening regularly at Games in Duluth this year. They printed the names on the roster sheet in alphabetical order, oh. not in number order. My last name, too. Brutal. <laughs> Brutal. Brutal. Well, try broadcasting a game when it's that way. I couldn't do mm-hmm. that. It's oh, gosh. so hard. You're looking down for 17, and he's the fourth player <laughs> right. on the roster. Yeah, I couldn't do that. I have a funny... At least it was rapid, so I've seen a bunch and kind of know, but ugh, it was terrible. I have a very quick roster sheet section story. My daughter's team, Hadley, was playing a section quarterfinal, which they were going to get pumped by Edina. Same and child who crashed the they car. Had, they had the list of their schedule. I swear to God, they had the list of their schedule for the season, their wins and losses. They had a win over Jefferson 5 to nothing in the section playoff game before the game was actually played. So it's kind of like the NFL. Rigged. I, rigged. It was totally rigged. And it was the <laughs> score was like 4 nothing. I remember whatever the number was, Jefferson got one less goal than what the Edina program maker made. Real back to the future <laughs> magazine. It was crazy. 
Good evening, hockey fans, and welcome to the Rink of Fire Boys High School Hockey Podcast. This week's pod is sponsored by Jack's Cafe, three generations of great food for any special occasion. The Red Black League, the largest boys and girls off-season high school league in Minnesota. Summit Orthopedics, 11 locations throughout the Twin Cities with specialists ready to treat any sports-related injury. And Gemini Athletic, pro-quality custom uniforms with a championship pedigree. And now, here's Danny, Carl, and Tony. Love is a burning thing. And it makes a fiery ring. Bound by wild desire. I fell into a ring of fire. Danny? Yes. Have you radically accepted that you weren't on the show last week? Or was that 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 I'm more upset about, but I was pretty sick with influenza B. Oh, okay. I, and uh, not, not even the best kind of influenza. Yeah, you didn't even get the A. Because at least the influenza A. Yeah. No, yeah. no, influenza kind of bitch. Influenza. influenza bitch is what I got. Wow, wow. Yeah. Um, well, uh, we have a lot to talk about. We are both donning sponsor yeah. apparel. Um, you want to start with your sponsor Ooh. apparel? You want me to start with my sponsor apparel? Can we go to Jack's for lunch today? I don't think they're open. For, oh, they're at brunch. Ooh. Their brunch, yeah, I would do that. brunch would be good. Miranda's out of town and had her bachelorette party, so I, why not eat it up? Brunch while she's would be out. good, yeah, really good, yeah. Um, That's one of the things that Jax is known for is uh, their brunch. I've, we, I've had brunch there this year. Yeah, it was fantastic. Um, the service when I was there last time is still ten out of ten, it's and if perfect. you get if you get a nine out of ten meal from them, which is Pretty much a lock, stock, and barrel. Yeah. Uh, you're in for a good night at Jack's or a good morning if you go there for brunch. So check them out at Jack's Cafe in Northeast Minneapolis. Uh, Let's get to some news, Carl. All right. Uh, not a ton of stuff to talk about here because most of the news was on the ice this past week, but we've got a few things to highlight. We've got uh, Hawk Huff of Why Is That Veta committed to St. Cloud State. Congrats to Hawk. First commit on that. Why is that a team? Uh, Second. Second. Uh, St. Hubert. He's going to Yale. Yeah, Yeah. Yale. There we go. But they're starting to come. And while we're at Why is that a? They have a 2020 man for the first time ever. At least one. They for sure. Who? Luke Miller is. Jake Matheson is is that. No, Jake Matheson's there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you owe me money. We, we bet a... we bet on that. <laughs> there was a, there was a bet. There was yeah. a bet on that. What? How well, much? Twenty dollars. Was it, it twenty twenty? Yeah. Oh okay. I'm, I don't have the cash on me. My Venmo. Right I'll take Venmo. You can just get the phone out and Venmo it over right now. I'll take that okay. money. What is pick this? Up. Pick it up, Danny. Why change events? Why change events? Oh, why change events? I okay. hap- would happily accept your twenty dollars. <laughs> I love it. Debbie's I love it. Good job. It was Luke Miller who put me over the top. Jake Matson. Oh, Jake Matson. However, okay. Luke Miller might also be a 2020 man. Does he have his 20 goals? It turns out, it depends who you ask. Oh, well, he has the goals. It's the question is the assist, because the hub and legacy hockey do not agree. Yeah, really. Which is kind of weird. 
Yeah. That is weird. So what does it say for Luke Miller? 20 goals? I think it's, I think he's 2019 on the hub. Yes. And I don't have legacy off, but he, apparently he has the assists on, on legacy. Ah, yeah. old phantom second assist. I, I, mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. I love it. Yeah, that, that counts to me. It's on the internet. It's got to well, be true. There, 20, there's two, one. So I get $20 for each player. Yeah, that was not Ooh, stipulated. Yeah. That was and in Reece the bet, too. Distance, so, and yeah. who else is? Reese Wallen's not far. Yeah. Two more points of some sort. Mm, so. I'm getting rich over here. Sure. All right. More news. Beautiful. Um, well, probably the biggest individual player news this past week, Wyatt Farrell tied Ben Hanowski's state record for goals. But uh, the Lacrescent uh, did lose this past week, so that's it. He's forever on top of the record books in a tie with Ben Hanowski at 196. I uh, watched that game last night with Dodge County. Um, the announcer for, for Lacrescent will go, we'll go down in history as one of my favorite announcers of all time. It, it was really? it was like if there's three coaches allowed on the bench, it was a fourth coach in the booth, and it was all about it was all about Lacrescent the whole way through. It was absolutely we're gonna do this, we're gonna make this happen now. We're gonna do this. It was like <laughs> he was like settling down the Lacrescent fans. It was got some, some prayer them. beads out or something. He had everything. He was so into it. I loved it. It was great. Uh, <laughs> and they just God, they just kept coming up short. Hitting posts, it was close. We'll get to that later mm-hmm. in yep. 1A discussion. All right, some other milestones. Uh, Griffin Funk at Dodge County in that same game. Uh, 99 goals scored, which is a Dodge County school record, surpassing a pretty good player, Brody Lamb. Yeah, I think if Brody played his senior year, the uh, record would have been had, out of reach. Yeah, yeah he- there, there is that, but yeah. And and Dodge <laughs> County, like, how long has Dodge County actually been incorporated? I don't know the answer. It can't to that. be that long. It can't. It's, it's less than twenty for, years. Yeah. Uh, Carl can look. Mm. Do you want me to look that up, Carl? Yeah. It's Still, less than twenty. Years. I'll I'll look that up. You you keep gotta be going, Carl. Okay. All right. All right. A couple of hundred point getters. Uh, Southwest Christians. Jared Griner got there. As Southwest Christian won its first ever playoff game. I like that. That was good news. Nin- yep. 1999, uh, first year. I was close, 25 years. Yeah, so yeah. 25 years, yeah. Yeah, it's a good number. Henry Hartquist and Blake Fork of Laverne, RIP, uh, made it to 100 points. They didn't die. Blake's got yeah. another year of eligibility. No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're still alive. They're still alive. Their the team, team is, is RIP, Carl. Yes, he did yeah. say that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. He, Just I, he clarifying. Didn't, he didn't put a period in there. He, he was more of a comma. Yep. Semicolon. <laughs> in. Semicolon. Okay, there. fine. Fine. Thomas. Thomas. Anyway, um, then we'll, we'll give an almost award here to Thomas Gunderson of Duluth East ends his high school career with 99 points. No way. I saw something. So I saw it was a quote someone uh, about uh, Maney said that Thomas was the best forward yeah. in this yeah. section. And I thought about it I, long I and hard. I'm like, agree. gosh, that's true. There's and, yeah. it, and it's not close. There's mm-hmm. a couple other I we could list, but yeah, but he is probably the best forward in yeah. the section. Mm-hmm. And and played it in the playoffs, just not quite enough around him. Enough around him, right? Um, He's a Congan boy. And our Mister 
Got I see your Kongen yeah. jersey there. Yeah. We got my Kongen jersey back there. There you yeah. go. R.I.P. Kongen. R.I.P. Kongen, by the way. Just, just also, also R.I.P. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. We're R.I.P.ing a lot of people right now. A lot man. of things. Things are just dying off. Mm-hmm. I know. Well, what's not dying are Mr. Hockey finalists. Ooh. We have 10 of them. We got nine of them. Yeah. But I'm I think I'm happy I think, with that. I think the one that was left out I don't, is smiling right now. Yeah. Big smile on his face. That we had. That we had. Yeah. And no offense mm-hmm. to Reese Wallen. I think yeah. he's a deserving finalist. All these kids who are deserving finalists. Just read off the list, Carl. Sure. So the list is if I can do this from memory. Do you want <laughs> um, me to do it from Jackson memory? Nevers from Edina, Carson Pilgrim from Warroad. Hagen Burroughs from Minnetonka, Javon Moore from Minnetonka, John Stout from Minnetonka, Nolan Rhone from White Bear Lake, Gavin Eulenkamp from Chanhassen, Louis Wayman from Providence Academy, Reese Wallen from Wyzetta, and... Noah Ernest. Noah Ernest. Noah Ernest from Roto. Yep. When I, when I would make my list, I always put Ernest and Pilgrim together because they were the northern Minnesota slate. Yeah. Sure. And then you have the three Minnetonka mm-hmm. kids. They have their slate. Yeah. You know, and then you just fill in the blanks from there. You know, the top teams in the state. You know, you look at it. You know, why is that a got a guy? You know, Edina got a guy. It's just kind of go through it all. So. Yeah. So, like mm-hmm. you were saying, Tony, I think Reese is probably the one that most of the state wasn't expecting on the list. But um, the thing about Reese is he is – and I, I like this explanation is Reese has played very big in the big games that they have had. Correct. And I think that is a very good explanation of why he might be on the list and somebody else that you might think is not on the list. So here's would be my uh, statement on who makes it, who doesn't. This is a really hard year. I was talking to Marty Mielli about it. Yeah. This was one of the hardest years The where the, the, the list really got watered down with so many good players and so many good performances, which is makes it exciting for me to watch this. And uh, Reese is deserving, and so is Harper Searles, and that was the guy that we had gotten wrong. But so is, like, Dexheimer, so is Lund, so mm-hmm. is Farrell. So, I mean, the state's tying all-time leading scorer is not on the list. I mean that that should say a lot. It does say a lot. The other thing is, and 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 I'll, I'll go on record. I might have brought it up last week too. Is Wyzetta's? I've always said this is one of the best Wyzetta teams of all time. Yeah, but there's not one mm-hmm. guy from this team. I mean, we talked about we were just we're we're doing a tug of war on Matson and Miller, and we haven't even brought up Britton Allstead. Yeah, I mean that's how deep yep. this is. And Carson Clark and the St. Hubert brothers. I mean, there's so deep it's such a good team that it how do you pick just one guy when they don't have like you said a 2020 guy or a guy that's got his 50 points or his 70 points a or whatever, pure you know? 2020 guy let's yeah. put it that way yeah so I, that's that's kind of where i was more surprised by reese just because for me and this is personally i think a lot of those players wash out in the same uh, they look similar to me when I watch them play. And, and it's because they play such a good structured game together. And it's it's hard to notice a lot of nuances between all of them, but it is what it is. How many of the 
Mr. Hockey finalists wear a Gemini jersey? All 10. All 10? All 10. <laughs> That's impressive. Hey, all 10 goaltenders, or all three goaltenders also wear Gemini jerseys. Listen to you. It's like you worked there or something. Well, no, I, they, I, they I text, also posted it. I, I texted <laughs> Isaac. They did. I, I texted okay. Isaac about it, I even it knew that because yeah. they posted it. But. Yeah, That's I texted impressive. Isaac when I saw the list. Well, maybe time for Lakeville South to get back into a Gemini jersey. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not in charge of that. Uh, what do you think of this, Danny? Just a little number. Our, I like our it. Our player of the year jerseys um, were Ooh. completed. They don't have names on the back yet. Uh, we will have two names put on the back for, would that be two Sundays from now? We'll announce the boys and girls yep. high school player of the years, um, and we'll have names on the back by then. Yep. Um, and we did our Summit Service Award. That's why we had them completed by the air of this show we'll get to summit service award later in the show but what a wonderful job that their staff made in america and this this jersey i kind of want to put the pads on and rock this on the ice because it's such a cool jersey you have pads um <laughs> I, got, I got elbow pads shoulder pads okay yeah okay yeah i do okay shin pads everything yeah i could i could go play okay today men's league if I wanted to. And I, I got new skates. I think that you should give all of your staff members one of those jerseys, and we should take a picture like we're a team. <laughs> like with sticks? Yeah. Like eye black? Like really yeah, cheesy yeah, yeah. team posters? I like this idea. <laughs> like, oh, that, I don't know if they still Danny do Danny Ryan not. has left the chat. I, I, I still think that they, yes, I like this idea a lot. I, I'm, I like this idea a I, lot. If I could be like a little... Zoom snip, just like put in yeah, there. Yeah, the just corner. like your blurry head in the corner. <laughs> I like this idea a lot. You should do your oh, blurry my, head in the corner when the light is kicking up when again. the light was shining this on your is face. A great idea. Uh, this mm -hmm, is really mm -hmm. uh, that's like why right you now, pay me yeah. the big bucks. I like this idea. Blinding forehead. Um. Okay, Carl. We had three goalies too. We do, and we we were we were two for three on the goalies. So Cam Hendrickson of Chanhassen. AJ Riles of Proctor made it. The one we did not uh, pick out was Hunter Bauer of Minnetonka, uh, who does have you know a 946 save percentage, 12 shutouts on the year, so some gaudy numbers. Team in front of him helps certainly, but he, he made the list. We won't see, be seeing a Hunter 2000 save tweet coming out anytime soon, though. No, no, no. And, and uh, for the goaltender award, we get one vote. And I, I think this is where it really comes down to, you know, if somebody was looking at Hunter's stats, Hunter's stats are really, really good. And if you look at the trend, if you look at the data points, you have three skaters make it. It makes sense that the voters loved Minnetonka. And because for they good saw reason. Minnetonka play. Yeah. They're undefeated. Yeah. They've seen him play. Mm -hmm. So that's where it comes down to. Definitely comes down to that. Um, okay, Carl, what else? That's it. That's it. Okay. Let's go, Danny. Let's get let's roll up our sleeves and get into the chalk Watch fest. Okay. Chalk, chalk, chalk. Well, starting with section one double A. Let's go. More chalk. There's well, no chalk. Wasn't, Wait. It wasn't total chalk. It was yeah. not total chalk. There was some upset. There was one upset. There, were, there was one upset and another very exciting quarterfinal. Okay, let me get to may not be enough. You want me to save it, Carl, or what are you thinking? 
go for it. Okay. Go for it. Well, I, I can just read the scores and then we can pause and talk about them too if we want to. Okay. Um, number one seed, Lakeville South, had the bye. 4-5 uh, matchup. That's where you had Owatonna double overtime 4-3 to three over Lakeville North. Is that what you want yeah. to yeah, talk this, about? This is the game where I'd say it's, it's not an upset in the seedings, but it, it's a big deal that someone beat Lakeville North in the quarterfinals. Like, second down Lakeville lockdown for how long? I agree. I had um, four texts as a result of myself picking Lakeville North to win the section. So congratulations to those four people <laughs> who dragged up my number out of their phone at 11 o'clock at night. <laughs> They'll remind me that I picked Lakeville North. Must have been somebody that Kayla knew. Mm, Kayla might have been one of the four. Oh, wow. Ah, interesting. <laughs> Hot she, take She texted by me Kayla. in all lowercase letters, too. I love that. Okay, moving on. All lowercase Yeah, letters? it's such a, just add, wow. add you to my daughter characteristics. I hate all lowercase well, texts. Yeah. I texted you in all uppercase. No, it was lowercase. No, I did me. not. Okay, okay. Um, Rochester Century, John Marshall, five. Rochester Mayo, three. And that was the two, seven. New Prague, the number three. Lost in overtime to Farmington, three to two. Creating our semifinal matchups, which were chalk in this instance. Yeah. Um, Lakeville South, five. Owatonna, one. And Rochester, John Marshall, Century, six. Farmington, one. Never close. uh, Neither of these games were close. Were the fans treated to a great game? Were the students section at Lakeville South treated to a great game yesterday? The student section of six people. Wow! I'm I'm Daggers fully thrown. I'm giving a thorn to the Lakeville South student section right now because I like it. oh, but I I'm giving a lot of roses to Otana. It was actually really cool. They were super loud. It was like seventy five percent Otana fans at in Aussie your home area. barn. I it love was that. like my dad even it was like it was kind of cool like to see Otana show up an hour away for their team. They had cheerleaders. Like it was. Wow. They were loud too. That's good. Even on like it would be like an icing, and they were like, "Yeah!" <laughs> it was kind of crazy. Get behind it. <laughs> Got it out of the zone. Get behind it. Yeah, it was uh, kind of cool. I like it. I They've like had it. a long year in Owatonna. Yeah, rough, but a good ending. I I would say to make it to a semifinal, that's a good, especially beating Lakeville North. I agree. Um. Okay. So it looks like on. What's the 29th, Carl? This is... That's Thursday. Thursday. At 7 o'clock at the Rochester Rec Center. We have number one, Lakeville South versus number two, Rochester Century, John Marshall. Anybody want to switch their Lakeville South? If I was here last week, I would have picked Lakeville South. I Just... It's too, no, no, it's Danny, too we're heavy. Stuck with, we're stuck with all of Will's picks, by the way. You, you what? All of Will's picks. You got, not, you got Will's picks. Yep. Nope. I needed to have a conversation. I he guess. didn't. He, he really only time when you would have disagreed was his Rosemont pick and Rosemont. Benilde. And, and well, he had to pick Benilde <laughs> again. <laughs> he had to pick Benilde. Um. Yeah. What's a score prediction in this game? You think it's going to be five nothing? I think it's going to be six one five one. And I think the barn. Yeah. I think the barn should be fairly full of Rochesterians. Yeah, Rochester, Rochesterians. Okay, uh, they'll be there. Yeah, two high schools to draw from. Yeah, 
Lakeville's not sure. going. Lakeville might. Lakeville parents the weird might not even is go. But people come out of the woodwork for that Rochester game. They don't go to any of the other games, and then they show up in Rochester. And I'm like, why'd cool. you go to the hour away one? Because it's cool. <laughs> I guess it's section final. Section but. final. We're going to state. The band will be there. The band will be there. Yeah, that's Ooh. forty students there right go. there. There we go. Love it. Okay, Love Lakeville it. South's going to state. Yes. Okay, section two. Yeah. Double A, the play-in game. Chaska, the number nine seed, beats Waconia five to one. They went on to play the number one seed, Minnetonka, and lost eight to nothing. Eden could have per- been eighteen. Could it could have been any score they wanted Ooh, it to be. Yeah, yeah. Could have been, been two one, two nothing to been twenty one. They could have made it two to one just to make it kind of interesting. <laughs> they could have done what they the needed to yeah. do. Um, Eden Prairie six. Holy Family two in the four five Eden Prairie's the four. That's and, good, uh, good win. The, the whimper to end Holy Family's season there. Yeah, it just was in a slow decline from there. Yeah. Chanhassen the number two beat Bloomington Jefferson seven to one, and Shakopee the three beat Prior Lake six to two. It wasn't really anything special with that. No. Um, full game. Full good game. crowd for the. Sabers, yeah, really. It, it, it was. tells you the excitement about around the program. It's building. Um, <laughs> starting with the early game, the one-four matchup, Minnetonka four, Imperi one. It, it felt like um, Tonka was always in control of this game and yeah. it just kept it far enough away. About what we expected. Yeah, it, Eden Prairie had to score yeah, one, or, one or two goals early to make that a game, and it wasn't right. And in, in three games with Minnetonka this year, they mustered that one goal. That was it. Right. They It, it just felt like they could keep it close, but just not interesting, if, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then the night game of Shakopee and Chanhassen. Thriller. This was a really good one. Chanhassen 4-2 to two over Shakopee, and it was an empty net goal to put this one away as well. There was a flurry at the end of the game that's will go down history is just crazy. Two, yeah. One pipe, one crossbar. A blocked shot by blocked 26 shot. or 24. I forget who it was. It was, uh, I couldn't take my eyes off that third period. It was fantastic hockey. I, I thought the whole way through this game was very, it was well-structured. Everything, like it, the line matching was really well done. I thought Chan owned the first period. Shakopee owned the second. If we're talking about yep. points wise, yep. um, for a boxing matchup, um, but uh, Alexi really kept them in this game throughout the whole time. And um, the Cooper Simpson goal on um, Cam was like a Mario Lemieux type of goal. Yeah, sweet. That was really like it was like oh my god, that just went in from the red line. You yeah, know, like the goal line yep. type of thing. Shallow that was, angle. Yeah, shallow angle. Um, Gavin Uhlenkamp had a really good game. I thought. Yeah. Um, the Pedersen had a good game. Seagert had a good game for Shakopee. Uh, I, yeah, this was this game lived up to the hype. I'll, I'll put it that way. Yeah. Every time they play, it seems yeah. to be they're like close. Tight. The six-one yeah. game no, in but, season wasn't no, but like close. other, than, other than that one. No, but like yeah. the year before, it was good. Yeah, I I, I thought uh, that Shakopee gave them everything that they uh, could handle. Yep, and it really could have gone either way. Just nothing was going in in, uh, right. but 
The one thing I would note is the response to make the game 2-2 from 2-1. That was huge. That was really, really big. Yep. And But, yeah, um, now we have Chan Hassan versus Minnetonka. Which we've been waiting on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Another one where they've been close. It, this one's been close the last three matchups, too. Yep. Um, and it really has an Ali Frazier type of vibe. This is the this is probably the game of the year. I I would say in a lot of ways. Is uh, this Wednesday? This is Thursday. Thursday, the twenty ninth. Really? Yeah. I won't be there. So this one, I wish I could be there, but you can't. You only get one. You only get one. Some body. There, there used to be a year where you could have two in one night, but that doesn't happen anymore. Might might happen in the future, hopefully. Um, let's look at this one. Uh, Now, I don't know who will pick for me in this, but I guess I'm still three double A or two double A. This is two double A. I'm I'm still going Tonka. I'm still going Tonka. Uh, I think the two players that I really want to watch in this game is Cam Hendrickson, obviously. Yep. And Ashton Schultz. Mm -hmm. Ashton Schultz is the, I think the difference in this game for me. Is what he will do. Is Ashton the best player on Minnetonka? Currently. Currently. Yeah. He's the most electric player on their team. It's And the way this second line can just take over a game, it makes me want to pick Tonka in this. Well, we're all sticking. Are you going to stick by Chan Hassan, Mr. Carl? Yeah, I mean, I... Picking this not because I think they're a more complete team, but I think it's just kind of an emotional pick. You know, it's going to be a huge game. They've been so close so many times. They're right there. It's going to be hanging the balance. Someone's going to get a big break. Maybe it'll be Cham. I, I think it's going to come down to a, a break. Yeah, and I don't know who has that. In I this think game. Tonka just has way too much talent where they're going to produce those breaks for themselves. That's why I keep going back to Tonka. Yeah. Be fun to watch Chan Hassan team in the state tournament though. Oh, it'd be a blast. They'll be on a rebuild mode again again next year after losing all these seniors. They're not gonna be bad next year, but they're gonna be Well, you have to be mm-hmm. when you lose this many players. Correct. It, it just is what it is. But no, I This is the window, yep, that they've been waiting for. I, I won't I'm wondering like how much ice time like Baskins is gonna be out there for two and a half periods. Maybe, you know, unless he gets a penalty. Right. <laughs> you know, like that's going to be – he's going to be out there a ton. Yeah. Um, this this game is going to live – it should live up to the hype. It did the first go around this year. Yeah. Um, you said it was best game of the year. It's still the best – I would say the second best game that I've seen is the Chan Shock. Uh, yesterday. Yesterday. Um, okay. But the best game I've seen so far was uh, Chan Minnetonka. I thought yesterday's – all the games that I watched online, that was the best game I saw. Yeah, it was. That was special. That was a re- that felt like a section game. That felt you know if it had everything that you needed it to have. I agree. All uh, right, we're going to three double A. Okay, so we public private, public private, public private, public private. Yeah. So starting tomorrow at six o'clock, or let's go how they got there. Hey, what, what happened? Yeah. Hastings, the number eight seed, beat the number nine seed, Apple Valley, Burnsville, 7-1. They played Eastview, and they lost seven rip. 
Um, in the 4-5 matchup, the 5 seed Creighton Durham Hall beat Parker Cottage Grove for nothing, which was a really good win for Creighton. Yeah, I'll um, win. Yeah. And then Rosemount, the number two, beat Egan 5-1, and St. Thomas Academy kept it a little bit close with two rivers 4-1. St. Thomas is the three seed. I think they had 48 shots on Brady Altier. And that's another goaltender that's had a great, great year. <laughs> I agree. Um, okay. Just ask Hill Murray. <laughs> Just ask Hill. Uh, Where apparently I went to school. Oh, that's cool. I, I, oh, I, did you? I'm, Congratulations. I, yes, I have a Hill Murray diploma. Oh, what they call it? Nice. Yes. Oh. I have a diploma from Hill Murray, according to some yesterday. <laughs> like, like one of those honorary degrees they give people? I must be. Like, it must be because I thought I went to Southwest, yeah. but uh, I was accused of being a Hill Murray alum yesterday. Oh, that's good. That's good. Hmm. Um, Okay, 6 o'clock tomorrow, Monday, Eastview and Creighton Durham Hall will play. It's 1-5 matchup. Great games. Yeah, and then at 8 o'clock or shortly after the 2-3 of Rosemount St. Thomas will play both at Braemar. Um, okay, so what are we thinking for? Did you guys pick Park to come out of that game, or did you pick Creighton? Um, I don't think we picked it. I didn't pick Creighton. Okay. What do we think about this game? Can Gabe Otis stop yeah. uh, Creighton? That's that's I'm, what it comes down to. I picked STA, but I would not be surprised if both publics win tomorrow night. And I, it goes back to with the comment that I made to you earlier this last month of where's the emotion level on these teams? Correct. It, it's going to mm-hmm. be it's the emotion level that I'm concerned about. Um, and I, I just don't know what that's going to look like for either team. So like I could see Creighton winning if the emotions for Eastview get too high carried away and carried away. I agree. Um, and, and St. Thomas's structure, where does that fall then as well in this whole matchup is can St. Thomas generate offense within their structure? And I don't know. That'll be the big, mm-hmm. big, biggest question tomorrow is can either of the privates generate offense against the publics? Because they haven't been generating offense Neither all year. school. All year. Neither school. No. Um, and Even they, before Vezzi went out, they were not generating no, the numbers creep. that they would like. They like a 4-5 goal I, I th- output, and they were, I, I don't know, Funk, uh, Matt Funk might dispute this, but I think that this has definitely hurt them. Yes. I'm going Eastview St. Thomas and then I I I don't know. Ooh. That's hard. That's a good game. That's a good game. That's a yeah. really I in in season Otis is the difference maker in it. Yeah. Um I'll go Eastview still coming out of this, I think. Yeah, no one has Eastview in our picks. We have okay. STA Rosemont STA. Okay. So no one's got Eastview. Do you want to take? Do you want to take Eastview instead of Rosemont? Yeah, I'll take Eastview. You, you, yeah. You only get one point for that, though. I don't care. You can veto Will. Yeah. All right. Uh, we on to four double A. Well, what do you guys think is going to happen? I picked St. Thomas. I'm sticking to it. Why? Coach. Okay. I just hate picking against Rand. Okay. Carl, are you going to uh, agree with that? It's kind of like Edina. I yeah, I, I, I picked, picked structure. Yep. Okay. Okay. 
Um, well, let's go on to 4AA, which is having the same problem as 3AA. We only have their quarters done. Or actually, there is play-ins now. Um, and speaking of play-ins, St. Paul Johnson's last probably hockey game. Likely. Um, Hopefully not. The 10-7 matchup. They lost to Roseville, the 7, 8-2. to Tartan, the 9, lost to East Ridge, 5-2. to Yep. Bringing in some quarterfinals. Hill Murray kept it close with East Ridge, 4-1. In the 1-8 matchup. Gentry in the 4-5-8-2 over Woodbury. Woodbury. Whoopberry. Whoopberry. Yeah, they got whooped. Um, White Barrel. That score was actually one of the more alarming scores of the day. Yeah, that's a watch-out score. Yeah. Yeah, that's a... that's mm-hmm. a. They've been working on power play in gym class this year. Yeah, that's a watch-out score. Uh, White Bear Lake, the two-seed... Beat Roseville five to two. Yeah, but it was everything to get it to five to two. Yeah, it was one to one in the third. Yep. And this score is a little surprising as well. Stillwater the three beat Moundsview the six eight bad. to two. Bad. I didn't see it being that bad. They must put the big nets in over at Aldrich, <laughs> like the broomball nets the in. Broomball nets. Goal scored over there. Yeah, that's. I don't know. It's just. Yeah. It, there was those hard scores like I'm used to. In, in, I was gonna say in four double A this year, it seems like everyone's just sort of always comes back to the mean, right? So for a while there, you know, it seemed like White Bear was on this great run at the start, came back. You know, Stillwater had a little burst, came back. Now Gentry is having a burst, but are they gonna come back? You know. This like when, everyone sort of settles back to the mean. We talked about this probably two or three weeks ago. Oh, the the first round in four double A is gonna be crazy. It was. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. That's for sure. Really crazy. Uh, I was shocked right out of my seat. Crazy like talk. A, crazy like a picnic at Grandma's house. Crazy. Yeah, crazy like Fuddruckers on a Tuesday. <laughs> crazy. <laughs> crazy. <laughs> Ooh, it was crazy. <laughs> but I mean, like seriously. Yeah. It, Two for ones though at Fuddruckers. <laughs> yeah, they better be. <laughs> Two for ones. <laughs> um. But I mean, so you look at these semifinals. The semifinals, I think, are juicy though. On like Wednesday. a Fuddruckers burger. Like a Fuddruckers burger. <laughs> um, Do we have a new sponsor? No. <laughs> They're actually one of my very first. We had gift certificates, uh, discounts to Fuddruckers for the first Squirtacular. I got a rebate from them for like a thousand dollars because everybody was going oh, over really? there from big. Yeah. <laughs> then the next year I came yeah. by, I goes, for sure we'll renew with you. And then the next year, nobody nobody went to Fuddruckers or something. I don't know whatever it was, but we did. Yeah. Their biggest, their one of their biggest uh, weekends was the Fud- Squirtacular Fuddruckers. So, <laughs> there you go. Uh, that's kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so we got um, at 5 o'clock on Wednesday, Hill Murray and Gentry will play. And then at 8 o'clock, we have White Bear versus um, Stillwater. Something of no Some good rivalries there. Yeah, and I, I forgot what to say. What day is that, Tuesday? Wednesday. Wednesday. They're playing us. Why don't they play Tuesday? The I didn't say this. The three double A finals are getting played on Friday as well as this final is yeah, on Friday. Which is like, fine. Yes, traditionally. Which is totally fine. But like you're playing on a, literally no one's paying attention to these juicy They always games. play on Wednesday. I know. But may, move it to Tuesday. 
It's Super Tuesday. Move it to Tuesday. It's Super Tuesday. The the polls open at seven. I, I can't get to the polls in time. They I op- need to. <laughs> I need to take away hockey. And, and we're in Minnesota. <laughs> we already know who the state is voting for. Mondale. Exactly. <laughs> So, <laughs> you just answered the question. I'm not getting political, but let's be honest. Here. Okay, so Wednesday, let's talk about these games. Gentry, especially in Hennepin and Ramsey County. Let's not get our move on. Uh, Gentry and Hill. Anyway, and Gentry and Hill. I think Gentry has this. They when they score. I, I like Gentry here. You think Gentry's going to beat Hill? I think Gentry's oh going to beat Hill. That would be, and no, no one, and no one from the media will be there to see it. <laughs> I I'm, I think Gentry's you know, coming no, out. No of one this. would be there anyway. Yeah. Uh, Hill Hill travels to Aldridge. Yeah, yeah, Hill will be there. Yeah, I think we need to put someone on this beat. I it's an interesting game. I I have the staff, so we'll do it. But my gosh, it just seems like just sorry. I'm talking media again. Where we like to cover everything. Uh, I don't. Know. I think I think Gentry's going to outscore. I think it's going to be like five to two. That's that's where I think it's it's going to happen. Uh, the Hill lack I'm not of scoring. By beating Woodbury. No, I'm not. I'm not saying Woodbury's impressive. Okay, I'm saying that the Hillmurray lack of scoring all year is going to catch up with them at some point before they get, quote unquote, if they get they to put state. Eight on Maple Grove. I yeah, you know, I agree. They score. And, They've scored in the last two weeks. Five on Moorhead. I'm not. Too. I'm just not there yet. I'm not there. Okay. Uh, so I'm picking Gentry in that one, and then um, I'll pick White Bear in the top one between White Bear and Stillwater. You're taking a white bear. I, I think that they have the best player on the ice, and they have the better of the goalies. Yeah, you, uh, Willie P, picked white bear. You think white bear is going to go all the way through? I, I'm, I'll go white bear all the way through. Can I um, change my pick? Yeah. Car- well, it's Carl's. Sure. Can I yeah. go? Can I go Gentry instead of Hill? Because I need points bad. Just scraping for points now. Yeah. I know you're in a deficit. You need them. Yeah. I need them. Are you? Will you allow that? <laughs> I wouldn't allow it if Fine. you did. It. I would not allow Fine. it. If you did that to me, I would be like, "No, I'm winning, fair and square." All why right. do you? I'll why do you do think Hill's going to win? Why do you think Gentry's winning? For what you were just saying. Okay. Okay. I'm. I'm agree. I. I want to go Gentry. He doesn't. He just needs the points. Is that Gentry <laughs> for five or for four? Gentry is the four. Okay, Carl. Carl, um, you're sticking with Hill then, right? I am. Yep. I just, I don't know. I've you know been watching Gentry all year, waiting to see if he'll get there, get there. But the scores on the whole are not, you know, beating beating Hill material. Who, who do you have in the Stillwater White Bear game? I have White Bear. I, I do think they're the more complete, better built for a playoff wins type team. And just let's let's get the rematch. And, and regular season between Hill and White Bear was a really good Close. game. Yeah, it was a tie. Yeah. One, one t- tie. no, they played twice. No, they played once. They only played once. They only play once. Okay. They only, they only ever play once. Okay. Sorry guys. Yeah. Sorry. I'm a Hill guy, so, so I, I would not even care. White Bear or Stillwater? Who <laughs> I don't do care about these petty. White White Bear or, or um, Stillwater? Who do you have in that one? 
I went to Hill, so I really don't care about these people. Yeah, give me a, give me a. Uh, I'll flip a coin. I'll go white bear. You sure? Yep. Okay. Um. Yeah. So that championship is on Friday, as it traditionally is. Okay. Let's move to. Yeah. I'm going to do a sponsor read here because it fits in perfectly with White Bear Lake. Congratulations to Rafa Bastida from White Bear Lake High School, who is our summit ah. service winner. Perfect. And um, his story was phenomenal. Just all the different little individual service projects that he's accomplished. And he's got a brother, Freddie, who played at uh, St. Thomas Academy. Okay. So it was fun to talk to him, meet him. Uh, you should have seen his eyes light up when he when he saw the jersey. And he, I flipped it around and had his last name on it. He goes, it's got my last name on it. You know, That's so cool. It was really cool to meet him and, and Dr. Peter Daly, who found it. So I, I really didn't know I mean, knew enough about this to put together the award. But Dr. Peter Daly went down to Honduras on a mission trip and came home almost I don't know if it was at the same time with a woman there, a girl there who did not ha- have this proper surgical procedures in Honduras. And they brought her here, fixed her, and they built this program slowly but surely. This was in 2009. Now, 15 years later, they have a, built a hospital. Oh, wow. With 100 <laughs> employees, including six doctors. Wow in the hospital down there and it's being funded by uh, surgeons and, and, and hospitals and companies like Summit Orthopedic all over the United States that are help funding and staff this, this hospital down there in Honduras. These two kids, hmm. Erica Folden from Brainerd and Rafa get to go on a trip and spend a week down there and learn a lot about the medical profession and That's pitch cool. in and help us. So, That's really cool. So Rafa showed up and Rafa just, Knocked it out of the park. His interview was fantastic. I got to meet him, and I asked him, like, who's the better player between you and your brother, Freddie? He goes, well, I think it's pretty much obvious that I'm I'm the better player. You know, he <laughs> he, he did great in his interview, and uh, he thanked his parents and Coach Anderson and a lot of different people. So it was fun to meet him and fun to be part of a, a program uh, with Summit and to meet Dr. Daly. Dr. Daly was fantastic. He played hockey at Burnsville okay. in the 70s, still stays in touch with Coach Osiki. Sure. Went to Notre Dame. Just a great guy. Really good guy. That's just cool. knocked the whole thing out. And it was a fun afternoon with those guys uh, to meet them and meet Rafa. And congratulations to Rafa for uh, winning the uh, first ever Summit Service Award. Perfect. Got it. Okay. Let's go. Five double A. Looking at the number 10 versus seven. Number 10 was Osseo. They lost the number seven, Spring Lake Park, seven to one. Blaine that got the number eight, they lost uh, Iron or beat Irondale three to one. Yep. But then lost three to one to Maple Grove in the one eight matchup, which was sort of an alarming result. That's an alarming result. Okay, Blaine w- was not having a great year. No. Nope. So we'll we'll turn off the alarms in a moment. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, Champlin Park, the four seed, eight one the five Totino Grace. That was a good score for Champlin. Yes. Uh, Centennial, the two, 12, nothing Spring Lake Park Rogers, the three Coon Rapids, the six, six, nothing. Yeah. Rogers. Yeah. Yeah. Those two scores, the, the Totino score, the Centennial score, the Rogers scores were really like, wow, this is going to be a juicy, juicy weekend. 
And mm-hmm. in the 1-4 matchup, Maple Grove was down early, I believe, in this game, or tied um, to Champlin, right? What was it? I really didn't follow this. Where I picked up on this morning. game, I Maple don't. Grove was ahead. Okay. I always remember them being okay. Ahead. Then yeah. I then I'm gonna back away yeah. and say they yeah. <laughs> Maple back, back away from that statement. Back away <laughs> from that statement. Maple Grove five one. I thought Champlin was up early, but I could be mistaken. I never got the sense if, that they were if winning. they were it lasted for two minutes. Okay. You know, so yeah. there there we go. There okay. we go. Sorry. So Maple Grove does cruise in the twelve o'clock game. And then I think the game that we were all watching for was the Centennial Rogers game. Well, actually, I picked I, on Twitter yesterday. I, I thought that the Champlain Park was the upset special of the day. I thought that was going to be the game. Where yeah. We're going to see a one seed go down after the Blaine results and the, the Hill Murray game. I'm like, something's wrong with, with Maple Grove right now. And obviously, we, I was off, but I mean, you, you got to pick one game. Uh, you know, yeah, a big day like that. It's can't twi- pick that's what all. Twitter is. I got 280 characters. Let's throw out a Something. exciting game. And uh, there were those the, the two middle games in my list of five were were great games. Mm-hmm. And the Moorhead, I had them listed the Moorhead game on there. Like, yeah, we, we got it nailed. We had we'll, it nailed. We'll down. get to that one yeah. shortly. Um, but Centennial, the two beat Rogers, the three five to one. And I think at the start of the year, this is not something that we would have saw happening. No. And, if, well, obviously the pundits last week, uh, Tony Rogers, Will Rogers, Will Carl Rogers? Rogers, all of them. Carl Rogers. <laughs> Carl Rogers, too. Carl Rogers. All mm-hmm. of them. Rogers, Rogers, Rogers for two points or three points, right? Is Centennial the three? Centennial's yeah. the two. Two. So we would have gotten three. Two. We coughed up three points last and, year. And I – I do think on paper Rogers has easily the most talent in this section. You know, I, I'm not a goalie basher, but I thought the goaltending win yesterday for Easton Cody had some phenomenal saves. And I saw one. I don't I didn't see all of the goals for Centennial, but there was one soft one there. Okay. For yeah. Centennial. And those kill you in a playoff. Setting. Yeah. A soft goal kills mm-hmm. a team. Um, and I'm like, wow. And who knows what happened? I, the camera work on that, the, the Centennial highlight reel wasn't like my, I was feeling like I was watching <laughs> NYPD blue or something. I was like, well, my hair is just bobbing all over the place. Yeah. I, I still think, uh, you know, Rogers at the start of the year, they were top 10. I think they were number five. I bet they were or, top five for sure. Maybe they were even close. Four. Yeah. And, and so. Remember Centennial um, started slow? Uh, there was a week where Centennial or Chanesson fell down to like eight. Yeah, and, and Rogers did well the first weekend or two. Yeah, and they were in there. They, they were preseason six. They did get up to three for a couple Thank weeks, you. then started plummeting. Yeah, yeah. It, and so it's just uh, I don't know. That's one of those teams that when you look at like college football and you look at where teams started to where teams ended, and uh, this is a team that you kind of want to dissect. In yeah, that no way. doubt. Um, but now we got Centennial versus Maple Grove. They played like two weeks ago, and Centennial was took control of the game early, uh, but couldn't hang on. This is on Thursday at Furniture and Things up in Elk River. Um, yeah, this one, like you said, can Centennial control it? I would say, obviously, Maple Grove is deeper. Uh, just their roster is. Mm-hmm. I, but the high-end talent of Harper Searles, you know, where does that match scary. up in this? Yeah, it's the scary factor. Uh, because we don't have any 
picks on this one. Does anybody want to make a pick? I'll, uh, I'm picking Centennial. I think they're on a heater right now. And I, I uh, think they have a lot to prove. three in a row the week before? Well, I think – here's the thing. I think they're pissed that they didn't win the um, the conference, okay? They they let that slip away. And I, I think that they want to prove, uh, too, that they had a Mr. Hockey candidate. I was going to bring that up. I'm glad that you brought that up. We mentioned Harper as the guy who was on our list. Is there a little bit of that? Uh, there has to be. A little bit of uh, vinegar? There know? has to be. And I think it's great. It's kind of like when the team – you know, when the wild fire their coach to get, you know, five wins as a yeah. result of it. You there know, Mr. Hockey mm-hmm. doesn't get Mr. Hockey. Let's yeah. go prove them wrong. And if that's what it takes, let's do it, you know. Yeah, and I think he's for sure, you know, if he makes if this team makes it to state, you will notice him in the state tournament. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, no, I'm, I'm going Centennial here. I, I think I'm going with the player instead of the team in this instance. Okay. Uh, Carl? I like Danny's pick. I, I want to do it, but you just look at Maple Grove with those four in a row, knowing what to do in these situations. It'd be very structured, no panic. Stick with the Crimson. Don't. Okay, I, I'm going to go Crimson too. I I do. And it's nothing. I just I, I I don't think that the they can withstand this pressure. The, the Maple Grove pressure for three straight periods. And it's going to be a low-scoring two-to-one. It's going to be a lot like that game yesterday with with us, uh, Chanhassen and Shockby. Yeah, if it's... If but I think Chanhassen and Shockby have snipers where I don't think there's as many snipers as high-end forward talent as at, at Maple Grove. And If there's four or five and, goals by a team, it favors Centennial. Oh, yeah. Uh, but if it's low-scoring, it favors... Maple yeah. Grove. Yep. And can Easton yeah. Cody put it together again, put together a performance, you know, one mm-hmm. goal performance like that. If he does that, it, no one's, you know, it'll be exciting to have Centennial back in their first trip since 18. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't remember that year, but must, <laughs> must have been a good experience for them. It was, uh, it was a good year for Centennial. Let's put it that way. It was a good year for them. Um, I enjoyed them. <laughs> I remember it really well. I black that out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I yeah, just yeah, yeah. don't remember. <laughs> Some things you just have to, you know, radically accept. Yes. You did not radically <laughs> accept that, that if, state if seating. If you're blocking it out, you're not radically accepting it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? The state seating. That, that's denial. Carl, remember the state seating? His uh, just whining yeah, during yeah. the skate. They should have been a three seed and not the four or five. Which is total <laughs> and, <laughs> entitled. Uh, Totally entitled. Time hurts all wounds. Yeah, no, it heals. Oh. It heals. <laughs> heals them. But you haven't healed yet have because you're healed. radically so blocked it out or whatever. Radically blocked this. <laughs> radically. Uh, all right, let's get to the six double A. Why Zeta, the number one C, beat Blake the eight, nine, nothing. Again, uh, 20, two to one, 20, nothing. You name it. Whatever. It name doesn't matter. Um, a, a score that was actually really big. Holy Angels, f- the four seed beat St. Louis Park the five seven to one. Yeah, that was a big win. I thought. Yeah, but I, I yeah, sure that's, okay. That's where the line was. Sure. Yeah. Hopkins the seven loses to Edina the two six nothing. Benilde the three beats Robinsdale Armstrong Cooper five to one. Okay, no surprises. 
The morning game at Bloomington Ice Garden was done after a minute and a half after Wyzetta scored two, and they cruised to a 7 nothing victory. Yep. Just never felt like ever. Um, Holy Angels put up a better fight last year in this game. Oh, completely. And they're a better team this year. Yeah, completely. So, uh, yeah, it, that was... That was disappointing. Um, obviously, I was really into this game. I bought two tickets for it. I yeah. was invested. Yeah. <laughs> but, you did. But Literally. did not pay off. You were invested. I was sure. invested. You surely were invested in this one. <laughs> um, and then the afternoon, 2-1, Edina over Benilde with 12.8 left. What a goal. What a game. Yeah. Truly. It was another one of those games where it was a seesawed back and forth. There were times where Benil was in complete control of this game, and then there were times where Edina took control, and then it just kind of had this we're going to overtime feel to it. Sure, yeah. And <laughs> one play. It was actually, I thought the key moment in this game, it was the goal, was what Jackson Nevers did uh, with the puck. He basically bounced, literally bounced off of a player. Uh, right in their own zone, and it, it propelled uh, a streak up the ice, got puck in the corner. It was just kind of like a, you know, the old, we willed ourselves to victory. It was a we, yeah. it was Jackson Nevers willed the Hornets into the section final with that play. Yeah, and, and it, it seems like the team is definitely on his back right now. Yeah, no question. No question about it. So we have on Wednesday at Bloomington Ice Garden at 7 o'clock, number one, Wyzetta versus number two, Edina, uh, third and matchup. We'll give you, Danny, who is yours because uh, Will's pick is out. I don't make uh, your guys' arguments for uh, Wyzetta. I, I feel like a broken record. I've said this all year. I think that Wyzetta's, this is the best Wyzetta team since 16. It reminds me a lot of that 16 team. Yeah. Um, they just got such good positioning you saw a preview of this game a couple Saturdays ago or last Saturday uh, I think that game's gonna look a lot of like this it's not going to be a two to one game like it was last year a two to nothing game like it was last year I think it's going to be higher scoring I think higher scoring oddly enough favors Wyzetta this year in this situation and, and not Edina yeah. so I'm gonna go Edina for the win I know I only get one point but I'm gonna stick to excuse me Wyzetta for the win yeah I'm gonna stick to my original pick here on this one Carl, why why did you have yeah, Edina still? Yeah, I think when you look at this Hornet team, the way they're built, you know, they, they can play four lines. And we saw this game in the regular season. Danny and I had you know, the, the first meeting, and I think that shows the formula where that is the depth to ha- hold up against all those lines that keep coming at you. And what they have that Wyzetta doesn't have is that top line that is clearly their top line that can create things. And you, you just said it, you know, in the Benilde game, you know, never creating things, having great chemistry with Cowan and West. That line, I think is the best, I think the best line in the state, at least in double A right now. So, I'm not going to argue with that statement. I, I yeah. think, I think the best line is the second line for Tonka. That's my really, yeah. Like you, they have so many lines that can. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I think the Schultz line is the best line, but okay. You know, here's the thing that I'm looking over here, and the Wyzetta apologist with Carl is picking Edina. That's crazy. That's that's the that's, sign. That's mm-hmm. alarming. That's an alarming sign for me, and I I think I have to go Edina only because I think that I think a player I think Nevers is going to continue to do 
what Nevers does. And I think Mason West is a difference maker right yeah. now, too. Yeah. And would I be in any way shocked if Wyzetta won? I think Wyzetta is going to have a big first period and can Edina weather that storm. They have shown that in their big games this year. Wyzetta makes a huge push in the first, mm-hmm. and it, it, it's successful for them normally. And I'll, I think Edina weathers it, and I think they win. I'm, like, I'm also going to go with the Bantam Transitive Property. This group of kids won state and our winners, the Wyzetta kids, won okay. state and winner. They beat Maple Grove, who had Danny Nelson and that crew. So yeah, that was a good crew. It was an unbelievable state final back at Bramer. I still think this is the team. I think they just got they got chops to make it happen. I, I think both of these teams can beat the winner of 2AA. They can. Is this a Wednesday? This is mm-hmm. Wednesday. At big, Ooh. I have plans on Wednesday. I, I have op- I'm open on Wednesday now. So, had plans? Well, I had plans to go to Thief River, Bemidji, up north, up north for the eight <laughs> double A. But now, Brianna <laughs> wants Brianna wants the Elk River game at the, <laughs> the Mac. So I'm like, okay. all right, I got plans, and I don't have to spend the night in a hotel room, Hampton Inn, or something. Yeah, you know, so sure. I'm. My trip to Warroad is a six-hour trip instead of a three-hour, three-hour or whatever yeah, type yeah. of trip. So mm-hmm. I have plans. I might go to this one on Wednesday. Okay. Well, let's look at 7AA. They have 10 teams. Northern Edge, the number 10 seed, loses 9-1 to the number 7 seed, Duluth Marshall. Cambridge Isanthi, the number 9, beat Anoka, the number 8, 3-1. But then loses to Grand Rapids, the 1, 9 nothing. On the top four five, Rockridge in four overtimes beats Forest Lake. That's special. That was a great game. Yeah, That's cool. I, I talked to a bunch of people who were at this game, and yeah, the Rockridge people said you know they were in control most of the overtime. You know they were certainly out shooting Forest Lake, but Forest Lake was still getting chances going back the other way. So very entertaining overtime. It never really like slowed down. It was still going back and forth, and Rockridge pulled it out. So really fun game. That's a uh, four overtimes is the current record on the postseason, right? Yeah, oh, we'll get to it. It's the current as far as we've gotten so far. Oh, of the of this postseason, yeah, this postseason. No, all time. No, 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 no. Don't think of all time. This postseason. Yeah, the South had an eight one in the fifties. I think that's the one, right? Yeah, I'm. Don't ignore that. Okay. Can somebody on this podcast tell us what the what is the what are the initials of that rink is called? Is it the I T M E C? I can tell you, it's the Iron Trail Motor Event Center. I T M E C. All right. Well, you cheated. Well, Itmec. 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 Yeah. Yep. The m- former Miners Memorial Memorial of Memorial. Unbelievable. Great rank. Uh, missed that one. Um, the number two seed Andover beat Duluth Marshall 6-1, to one, which is a good goal performance against a great goaltender. Yep. Um, and then yep. Duluth East beat Duluth Denfeld 5-1, to one, which was the first time they played each other in the playoffs since when, Carl? 1994. 90, wow. 1994. 30 years. Yeah, Kayla wasn't even alive. That's a Clinton era. That's a Clinton era. <laughs> Clinton admin. Dan Quayle was still a talking point in 94. Let's put it that way. No. He was, he was not. He was just a fun guy in Indiana. Dan Quayle was 88 to 92. I know. Sorry. 
<laughs> yes, I know where. I was just joking. All right, okay. Um, okay, the morning anyway. game. Grand Rapids, six. Rockridge, two. Was it close, Carl? Never was. No, Rapids came right out, put a couple goals in right away, a couple soft ones, cruise control from there. Not, not an exciting game. And then Andover, four. Duluth East, one. Yeah, um, it was tight. There was an empty netter in there, so it felt close-ish. But East had a bad first period. They actually played decently well, 5-on-5 five five in the second and third, but they took too many penalties, and that just killed the comeback chance. Yeah, I read those tweets. They're always entertaining. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Parading to the penalty box. Parading. Like, when they're parading, <laughs> Carl, do they have like, a truck? Or do they, do have, they like have a hankies? Yeah. Do they have hankies? It's, it's kind of like Mardi, it's like, it's like Mardi Gras. Yeah. Yep, yep. Was there a second yeah. line? Big float. Is yeah. there, there, are there, are there yeah. moving? The second, the second line was responsible for several of these. Are, are there <laughs> moving parts on the <laughs> no. parade uh, float? Yeah, it's just, it's just Gregory the Greyhound Gregory, slowly drooping, and drooping and You missed flatter. the parade at the wedding. <laughs> There's a parade happening at the wedding that you're not a part of. Oh, my God. I don't want to think about that. So, <laughs> not a big parade guy. It's a second line. Mm-hmm. Um, Thursday, 7.05 at Amsoil Arena to a empty barn. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think Grand Rapids is pumped. I think Grand Rapids will travel for yeah. this. I don't know if Andover will Andover won't, won't travel. Um, but yeah. uh, number one, Rapids versus number two, Andover. In season, what was the score? One nothing, wasn't it? One nothing, Rapids. Yeah, yep. this is going to be close. Yeah. I think, as always, with Rapids this year, it comes down to defense and goaltending. And can they score? And with Andover, can they score? I don't know. Yeah, the, these are both real good defensive teams. Um, and I think having last change will help Rapids a little bit because you saw how Andover was just putting Stringfellow and uh, out there on East top line every single shift they had. They could do that. So I, I look for Rapids to try to get creative and get some matchups using that, that last shift. Because it's going to take something like that to get a goal in this game. Some little silly matchup, some you know, but, little little tiny opening. There's not going to be much. But the bouncy boars of Andover might help generate some more offense. Amsoil. Than, Amsoil, sorry. Okay. Uh, more offense than normal, I would yep. say. But still, I see this as a 2-1 game. Uh, who do you see, Danny? Yep. I, I got Rapids in this one, actually. Okay. I, I, I'm going to go Rapids because I, I just think, I don't know. The, it's a team that's cresting at a good time. Carl's right got now. Rapids. You sticking with that? What? Carl's got Rapids. <laughs> Carl? Yes. I did. Carl picked Rapids and not Wysetta, too. What, what did I, I miss last week? I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. Okay. The, world is, is, the world is changing, Danny. I'm, I'm keeping up with time. But, um. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I love it. Um, you still but, going with yeah, the Rapids? And, and honestly, after I, I will stick with my pick, but I do. I did think Andover looked like the somewhat better team on yesterday. I I got Andover through the picks, but thinking through watching the Huskies and thinking through watching Grand Rapids against Benilde, I think Benilde's. De- I mean, excuse me, uh, 
Rapids has a deeper blue line than Andover does. Yeah, and this is going sure to be. Does. And I think they have better. I think they have better goal. They were riding three D a lot yesterday. Were they? Okay. Still, it's still, I uh, I like those three D better. I All guess. right. All right. We'll see. I, I like I like Rapids, but I'm I've picked Andover. I'm sticking with Andover as my pick. Okay, let's go to the chaos in eight double A. Um, first, we got Brainerd and uh, St. Michael Elverville. St. Mike was. I mean, this the, is the only one where we could talk chaos. at length about this section. The other ones, you've gone too slow. Okay. This one needs some time. Okay. Um, St. Mike, the nine, loses to Brainerd, the eight, five to two. Moorhead beat Brainerd four to one. Well, according to some. Others said that Brainerd won that game. Oh. Sorry, my bad. Oh, well. Um, I almost passed out when I read the tweet. I was like, what? <laughs> Elk River, the 4C beat Bemidji 3-1, to one, I believe with an empty netter, but I could be corrected on that. Okay. Yeah, that was that was a struggle. And as I think we said, it might be. You know, that's, winning that first game was going to be hard for the Elks, but they got it done. And winning the first game was hard for Rozo, too. Mm. The number two seed oh, loses oh. to St. Cloud Railer 2-1, mm. and that was... Uh. Is this where I give Rozo hockey its eulogy? Yeah, I, I think the eulogy should have been given a while ago, but, I mean... No, I mean, this team... If Gavin Jensen's healthy. This team is a better hockey team. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll give you that. However, I, I, you look at the youth program... Uh, mm-hmm. could a move to single A be sooner than you think? It might that's help. the only place they have a future. Yeah, it might help. Okay. Sorry. Sorry, Rozo. And then Sartell. The... Will it, though? Is 8A easier than 8A right No. No. If you no. look at, I mean, look at look at East Side right now. Their, P, their squirt team yeah. was in the final eight of the Fargo, Fargo International. They their PWA team is the top five in the state. Their Bantam AA team is good. I mean, they're mm-hmm. basically loaded right now on East Side. And then we obviously know the success of Warroad. So it, actually, I think it's there's no way to nowhere to turn right now for the Rams. Stay in AA, yeah, yeah. And then Sartell, the three seed, loses to Buffalo. The six seed to one, nothing. And that was surprising. That's well, the, that night was surprising. I yeah, I wasn't stunned by that one. I think Buffalo has played. They've had a couple scores in the Lake Conference. They're like, oh, that's better than you think. They're really good scores. Yeah, not. yeah, yeah. yeah. Th- their goalie is good. Yep. Um, more. Yeah. Yep. Go, Carl. No, I was just gonna say, and, and Buffalo had a very hard schedule. Sartell had a pretty soft one. So, in terms of being battle tested, ready for that kind of game, I. I'm not shocked by that Buffalo win. Um, Moorhead loses 4-2 to Elk River last night. First time in 23 <laughs> years, Moorhead's not in a section final. That's staggering. Yeah. I'm, I'm not sure what I'm more surprised about, that they were, had this 23-year streak. No one in in a section semifinal could beat. Moorhead, because Moorhead has had some great teams in there, but they've also had a couple snoozers in there, too. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. is really impressive. Yeah. Um, begs a question. Uh, is John Ammerman's job safe in Moorhead? Don't know. You guys 
sense any feeling, get a feeling about that, or is it just me? I, I think you you talk to that community more than we do. And the the hard part is because, mm-hmm. you know, I've never been to a Moorhead home game. Really? I just haven't because there's no I, reason I, I, for I've me to. I've only been to one myself. Yeah, and so, like, I. It was my son played in it, so. <laughs> but you get what I mean. So it's not like, <laughs> um, it's not like we're going there, you know, all the time. No, I have frequent conversations. Yeah. I, I was actually just there two weeks ago the, okay. on my way up to Crookston. I stopped there. Um, I'm working with Rob Rammer, his son, Johnny's, uh, covering the squirt tech or the Fargo international for me today. So I have frequent conversations. I don't, the people in charge, the athletic director at the school, uh, the booster club, those people are John Ammerman people yeah, yeah. Uh, through and through. So I don't foresee this, but there is, Lots of rumblings. That's all I'm going to say. There's just rumblings, and this just makes a case for, for those people. The the one thing I I will say, yeah. and, and Carl can attest to this too, um, the grass is not greener at all no. points, and, no. and and just because you think it is greener, it's not greener. You got to put work into the grass. Speaking of the Fargo International, I got a text from somebody who is there today and says. So the te- the text says we have more Spud kids watching the squirts today than there were last night at the high school game. Yeah, that's a problem. That's a problem. And I don't know mm-hmm. what that really. I mean, it's kind of a funny text, just you know, in banter back and forth. But it does say that you know there are people out there that are hey, we can do better. I'm like, I will say this: the Moorhead Youth Hockey Association now has five rinks. They are full to the brim with players. They're sending kids to the National Development Program. They're sending them to college. It's a, one of the most, if not most, successful youth program uh, north of 694. I don't think anyone would argue that, that. Mm-hmm. they've really yeah. put together a great program. No. They have two coaches, Tony Kunkka and, and, and John Ammerman, who are former spuds. They're studs. They're great people. They're great teachers of the game. They, you, you, If you, you couldn't draw it up, every – high school in the state would be lucky to have those two as their head coach. Yeah. End of story. Yeah. Um, but on the flip side, let's, let's talk about Elk river here for two seconds. And the storyline that is Elk river right now is really, really exciting. It is. I mean, they're on the verge of something and same with Buffalo. I I don't want to knock Buffalo here, but Elk River is a community that has wanted this for a long, long time. Because yesterday was such a snaggle. I mean, I'm just trying to cover a million different things, look up history. First of all, when's the last time they were in state? Elk? Elk. 2004. Okay. They've never won Section 8 AA. No. That was the other thing. I, I almost wrote it in a tweet. I'm like, no, that'll just screw people up. You know, yeah. this is their first ever eight double A title. And I was like, oh, that'll that'll <laughs> throw people that's off. That's sending a lot you of know, things. You know I mean? I'm like, I'm not gonna do that. But while doing this research yesterday, I was like, wow, this is that's been a long, long time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A long, painful time. They had some incredible teams there that were you know had leads at Amsoil like the 2015 team, 2017 team. Yeah, they were yeah. so good. They were top five teams. Then they come along this year, you know, with a team that isn't that at all. But they've got a great top line. They've got a good, good, good goaltending. They've 
they found them at about the right time. They're just been peaking, peaking, and that yeah, them for a reason. Yeah. Seems they, like they're just on a roll. They haven't like ceiling peaked, but they've definitely had a slow rise the entire season. I bet mm-hmm. Coach Gustafson's extremely proud of how they've done this. Yeah, year. I think in. Going back to the interview we did with Gus, I think the leadership classes that they've done this year, I think those have been uh, had to help, had to have helped. Yeah, um, and look at Carl; he's got a four pointer just sitting there right now. This is if Elk wins, Carl walks away with this thing. I think. Yeah i I wouldn't have mm-hmm. I would have picked Morehead to win that game. I wouldn't have picked Rozo to make it to the section final at all. I don't. I think I could have even picked them as an upset early. They had some good results late in the year. Post Jensen hurt, they did have some good results. Well, the other score in this section Mm -hmm. was Buffalo two one victory over St. Cloud regular in overtime. Two. I watched that one, and this Mm -hmm. was a rematch of an overtime game as well at the MAC that I walked out of. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Who was it? It Was Cathedral and who? Cloquet. Cloquet. Yeah. <laughs> and I see Joey yeah. Meeps, and I was yeah. like, F this. I'm gone. I'm, I'm gone. <laughs> um, but uh, truly, uh, Buffalo is also peaking at a good time right now, too. But if we look at Elk River, this is the best chance that they have had to go to state in a long, long no time. No matter what, this is why I want to go to this game. That's why Brian yeah. and I probably fight over this one. Wednesday. Whoever makes it, it's going to be bedlam in that rink. Oh, yeah. Absolute Mm -hmm. bedlam. For sure. For sure. It's at the MAC um, at 7 o'clock on Wednesday. Absolute bedlam that day. Yeah, it's a... a, Like, if I cover that game, I would probably show up at 5 o'clock. Yeah. 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 This is yep. Yep. I'm here from media. I have my credential. I mean, that's because you. That's not the kind of game you show up at six fifteen. I think you even have to show up earlier. It's like, a, and by at way, five o'clock. Yeah. I'm it also. It's also a really hard place to cover a game when it's packed in there. It's really yeah. Difficult. You have to stand directly mm-hmm. across from the benches it's as high as possible. Crazy. But, but for shooting pitchers, it's, it's not, not easy. easy. It is not an easy. Endeavor. It's almost a two-person job in a way. Well, yeah, for that building because Some you have to have corners. You have, corners. Do you yeah, have, to have the you just, corners. You, it's a tough job. But so. the venue itself, the it's Mac, phenomenal. will be really, oh, really fun for this. Oh, is that going to be packed? Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. So that's going to be the. It might be the best one. Yeah. Yeah. I, Chan Tonka <laughs> Dinah. Yeah, there's some. Yeah, good ones I, I, there. I, I think it's the. Third best, it's the maybe the best atmosphere, atmosphere game. Yeah, best for just raw emotion. Yeah, yeah. because because there's so much on the line for these communities. I mean, yeah. No offense to Wyzetta yeah. and Edina, I'm like they're gonna be, the sun's gonna come up tomorrow for both those programs. They're gonna be back yeah. in the section yeah. semis. They're, they're fine. Yep. They're fine. Where there's no guarantee for Buffalo. There's no guarantee for Elk River that they'll no. have this opportunity, especially if. If Moorhead yeah. reloads like we know they're going to do. Like, yeah. like, the funny thing about this Moorhead team, not a lot of seniors on this, their Bantam team is number one in the state right now. They were there's great last more year. more spots. There's few, very few spots. Like, there's going to be kids on the varsity next year. That are pressured. That are not going to make the their varsity roster kids that will not make the varsity next year. Mark my words right here. Yeah. Makes it easy. so many good Bantams as as, coming up. As long up. as they keep everyone. It makes it easy to cut players when you lose a game like this, actually. I agree. I agree. It, it, it just yeah. does. Yeah. Um, 
I'm going Elk River, and maybe that's wow. sentimentality you here. Do it? How did you do I that? I don't know. That's amazing how you did that. You but, picked out. You don't get Elk River points here, Carl. No, you get Elk I, River I'm River fine points. with that. I I would have picked Moorhead. I'm not okay, lying. You get Roseau points from Will on this one, and I get uh, Moorhead I, points. <laughs> Will was dreaming. I, I, I would go back, and I would go Buffalo. I would go Buffalo. I think Buffalo is going to be the Cinderella. You think Buffalo's coming out in this one too? Yeah. Okay. And, and then how many? And then there'd be three late conference teams in the state tournament, which is yeah, just you're gonna, you're gonna get a Minnetonka Buffalo game in the first round state tournament game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't like that. That is pure vomit. <laughs> Ugh. Ugh. Okay. Um, right. Let's go on to Class A. Uh, did you bring your box of chalk with you? <laughs> it's about there's some chalk here there's, there's actually some, a couple there's ones went down there's, uh, there's one one big one and one other yeah medium mild, and mild then it's one. six straight chalks yeah well let's get to it uh, uh, seven eight seven eight was, wasn't quite chalk either okay. oh was there a f- uh yeah. a hibbing? no a three two hibbing, hibbing yeah three, three two oh, yep. yeah see three twos don't oh. really count okay okay um, Austin, the number 10 well, seed. Minneapolis doesn't count. I thought that was a 4 1. <laughs> no. Oh, it was a 3 2? Yeah. Okay, sorry. Sorry, girl. Yeah. Okay. Section yeah. one, double, uh, 1A. We ready? Yes. Okay. The number 10 seed, Austin, loses to Wasika 9 to 1, the seventh seed in the play in game. Fairbolt, the eight, beat Red Wing, the uh, number nine, 7 to 2. Northfield then beat Faribault nine to two. They were trailing in this game two to one late in the first, and then they put on the gas again. Yeah. Um, Albert Lee took um, Rochester Lords to double overtime, but Albert Lee being the four one three to two. Um, Dodge <laughs> County the the two seven matchup. Um, they beat. Wasika five to three, and then La Crescent Hoka the three beat Winona in, in a good game too seven yes. to five. Yep, um, the number six seed Northfield cruised over Albert Lee eight to one, and then the nightcap Dodge County four to three hung on to beat La Crescent Hoka, and in that game mm-hmm. Wyatt Farrell had two gold. Goals. Goals, yeah. So, And late in the game, he had a couple really good chances, too. He's a shark out there. Oh, yeah. He and really Gillette is. were really good players. Yes. Completely agree. The matchup in the section championship game on Wednesday at 7 o'clock at the rec center in Rochester, Northfield versus Dodge County. I, I don't – I think this could be running time. Ooh. Really? Yeah. I was thinking Throw of, the any, of the, any of these section finals that could go flip, this could flip. I think Dodge I don't County think could so. flip it. I don't think so. Mm. There is no girls magic in this boys hockey. Mm. Uh, like, I don't see any upsets in these section finals. Okay. I'm not seeing any. So I think we all still go Northfield on this one pretty easily. Yep. Yeah, like I say, three or four goal game. Yeah, yeah. I I I think it's going to be in hand. I'll put yeah. it that way. Moving to section two, where we had some juice. 
Before we do, we should talk mm-hmm. about Red Black League. This is a fitting time with Orno as the number one seed. Section two is a great Red Black. It's a great. It's that's that's Red Black country. That's Red Black territory. It's <laughs> territory right there. The Red, Red Black, Black territory. Yeah, I remember one year and uh, my son was playing in the league. Uh, Orno had their own team. Fall of seventeen, they had their own team. <laughs> what did they do that year? And they they won state. I'm like, and I'm like. These guys are really good. They have their own team in the league. I, I'm not even sure if they won the Red Black League. They may have. I'm not quite sure, but they were a good team in that league. Well, you and can choose your own team. Yeah, you can kind of pick. You can assemble your own teams, kind of a half a team, whatever yeah. you want to put together. You can make a team or join individually. Uh, some good stuff coming out of that league every year. Check out redblackleagues.com. Okay, Orono, the number one seed, beat Litchfield Dassel Cocado 9 nothing. Providence, the four, beat Breck, the five, five to four. Uh, yeah, Ben was covered that game, and he was saying it was just absolutely nuts. Kid had a, four goals for, yeah. for Breck. Yes. And the Providence fans are throwing fish onto the ice. and Spring it. Absolute seafood. Let's go. Pandemonium. There were a bunch of fish this week, weren't there? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand it. I, I approve of this trend. We need yeah. more fish on ice. Yeah, the mongers were happy. Yes. Fish was being sold this week. Yes. Um, and then Delano, the 2C, beat Hutch, the 7, 5-2. to two. Minneapolis, the 3, beat Mountain West Tonka, 5-1. to one. Bottom side of the bracket, Louis Wayman was finally stopped. With a 4-1 victory for Orono in a 4-1 game. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it took a lot to stop Louie. I think he probably closed at close to 50 goals on the year. That's a good season. It's a really good season for Louie. Um, and then on the top side, Delano loses to Minneapolis 6-3. to um, That's a huge, huge win for the 6-1-2. Yeah, they had a couple empty netters. Still, I'm still. just saying it was yeah. not a six to three. They, you know, it was close. I, I even close. This is a big win for uh, Minneapolis. It's uh, Delano was always the number two seed in this section, and yep. to um, get the win here, a great win for Coach Steeds. Huge win for them. His PBA team also won districts in like oh really like a one hour span of each other. Obviously, he wasn't at the Peewee game. But the fact that yeah. his team won, he had a big day that day. Yeah, Joe Joe had a really good day. Um, they will play on Wednesday. So this used to be a Friday section final. Now it's a Wednesday section final at St. Louis Park Rec Center. I like that location for this. It is a good location. Right in the middle for of the section. It's, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. It's... And, and actually, when this rink is filled, it's a good rink. Yeah. And there are good sight lines no Very matter good. where you're sitting. So There's not a bad seat, except in the corners, lower. But every lower in these yeah, older rinks is it bad. It doesn't matter. But still, it's it's a great venue for this. Yep. Um, again, I have Orno as a Friday team in state. I, I have to stick by my uh, So Spartans. does your counterpart, Will Peterson's got uh, That's good. That's one. what. And yeah. both Carl and I had Delano. So we're out. We're not even going to comment on this section. Yep. Final. yep. Because we're done, we're taking our ball and going home. And I think it's I think it's Orno's yep. to lose. I'm not picking against Orno because right. I'm yeah. not. I refuse to jinx my six one twos. Um, I'm just not going to do it. I'm not going to this game. I'm not going to be a part of this. Uh, it worked the last time. I'm I'm going to work it again. 
So I <laughs> it would be cool if the six one twos made it again to state. It's fantastic. Uh, it would be great. Um, it was great the last time. Well, what it does is it, it promotes the narrative that you don't have to go to a private school in order to play in the state tournament. Yeah. And I love that narrative. <laughs> I, I mean, I like going to private schools, but. I don't. <laughs> Both of you guys are private school guys. See, Carl's going to jump in here. He's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa Georgetown. Whoa, whoa. Georgetown. Georgetown. Georgetown's private. Did you have to take a religion class at one point, Carl? <laughs> I, I did. I yeah, did. Yep. See, there you go. Love it. There Love you it. go. Okay. The number section three A, Redwood Valley, the ten seed loses seven rip to the seven seed of Wyndham. Fairmount, the Ooh. nine, lost to Worthing or beat Worthington five uh, four to three. Wow. wow. Yeah. But then went and lost to Laverne nine nothing. Wow. Marshall, the five seed, beat Mankato West, the four seed, three to two. And that started a heater for them. <laughs> yes. New Ulm, the two seed, beat Wyndham, the seven, eight to one. Mankato East beat uh, Minnesota River, five to four. Mankato East was the three seed. Okay, what are you looking for, Tone? I was just looking for one of our Phantom Tiger jerseys that we could pretend. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's, we can hang up there like, yeah, it's Marshall. Yeah, that's a tiger. It's a tiger. It's, it's, a, a tiger. it's orange and black. It's orange and black. You we don't know. You. We got your jersey. It's not Princeton. Yeah, it's we, not St. Cloud Tech. We have no idea. It's not Farmington. We have no idea. It's a mystery. It's just a tiger's jersey. It's a tiger's jersey. It could be, it could be Minneapolis South. It could be. It's a Gemini jersey. Yeah. It's a tiger's jersey. It's a tiger. Uh, speaking of the tigers, they went on to beat Laverne. Three to two. Mm. That's that's I, probably the biggest upset in Class A, right? It was. It yeah. was the biggest yeah. upset of the day. I mean, according to seedings. I, according to seedings, seedings. I, I think in hearts and minds that goes to Elk River. Um, yeah. But yeah, this is yeah. This section always has a history of doing this, Carl. The magic, mm-hmm. gusty yeah. magic. Like my, my favorite part. My favorite part of this upset was the the, the tweet from Marshall <laughs> Hockey after they they won the game. It was just. We won, period. <laughs> That's it. And Thanks for the follow. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think it was just shock. shock? What? We won. Uh, <laughs> um, and then on the top side, uh, the game after up at Gustavus or down at Gustavus, New Ulm 6-3 over Mankato East. Yep. Good win for Coach Newman there. The championship game is at Wednesday at the Lund Center at Gustavus at 7.30, so a little bit later of a start. 5-2 <laughs> is the seeds, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Um, I, I got New Ulm in this. I think – here's what I believe. I think that Coach Newman's going to bring us a sleepy eye jersey. Um, and it's all about Danny and his jerseys. It's all about Let's Danny and the jerseys. Let's not talk about the game. Yeah. Nope, Let's not talk nope. about Jerseys bring you championships, and sleepy eye jerseys bring you championships. Yeah, well, we, it's been proven. If it's, you bring us a jersey, you go to state. That's that's what we've heard, and it's proven true. If Marshall's listening, and I... Yeah, we need we'll a Marshall. Take, we'll take an actual Marshall jersey. <laughs> actual Marshall jersey. Versus our, just our fictional tiger, tiger yeah. fill-in for any tiger. Yeah, like the Totino Hawks jersey eagle thing that we have. 
Yes. That, that can fit in. I, I put that Totina jersey up as my Hermantown, and no one would even know. It's anamorphic. <laughs> or what? It looked a lot like a Hermantown jersey. Um, but no, I got I got New Ulm in this one. I think this is where New Ulm gets back to stay. Yeah. I agree with that. They, they played twice in the regular season. Uh, they were 6-1 to one and 4-1 to one New Ulm wins. I think New Ulm's structured enough, has some scorers. They should be fine. Okay. Can move. we just skip past this one? Four. God. Yeah, but we did have a minor ups. We had a couple uh, upsets. Okay. okay. Yeah, there's things actually happened here. Yeah, there's juice here, Tom. Mm. Okay. Matamidi, the one seed, beat Bloomington Kennedy, 10 rip. Mm. St. Paul Highland Park, the four, loses to St. Paul Academy, the five, two, nothing. Upset city. <laughs> Simley, <laughs> the seven, loses to. S- Southwest Christian Richfield, 8-1. And then Chicago Lakes, the three, loses to South St. Paul, 5-3, which Mm. is a big upset. Huge. Massive. Oh, God. The internet crashed. (laughs) I believe it did. It's a really good win for the Packers. Palmquist was pushed. Yeah. Palmquist was pushed Palmquist to what? Palmquist was pushed. That's pushed to what? Say. No, it's Zach Palmquist when he was played for Mankato, got pushed into <laughs> and got called for goalie interference, cost him a win. And it's like a hashtag out there. Palmquist was pushed. Okay. Um, he was pushed. He pushed his team, team into, into the victory. Victory? semis, yeah. Matamidi. Mm-hmm. Um, and the semifinals are tomorrow on Monday. Matamidi plays St. Paul Academy. We all have Matamidi in this one. Southwest Christian Richfield then plays yep. after um, against South St. Paul. I think we all have Southwest Christian in that one, too. Is there a more imbalanced section than 4A? No. No. There is not. No. Is this uh, a what, Thursday or Friday game? This is a Thursday now, the 29th. Feel for the, at Aldridge. I feel, for the, I feel for the photographer who has to go cover this for us. This used to be at Roseville, actually. Yes. And they, they have moved this to Aldridge, Aldridge. on Thursday. Okay. It used to be on Friday. But, yeah, Matamidi would be a giant upset if they lost. And Correct. I just don't see that happening. Okay, going to 5A. Mm-hmm. Number 8 seed Becker Big Lake beat Mora Malacca. Six to four. Stop. So they got two section wins? Who? Becker, Becker Big Lake? That is the 8-9 matchup. Oh, okay. All right. Sorry. So we, we, we report, we, we, this, this happened last week. Happened oh, before, oh, yeah, so. oh, sorry. Yes. But they won I another forgot game. About, this, this section in 7A had the play-ins yep. already happened. Yep. Okay. Um, that's I got what, excited. I was like, no, 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 no. They lost to yeah. St. Cloud Cathedral at the MAC 10 nothing. Okay. Uh, River oh. Lakes beat Pine City in the four five. River Lakes the four mm-hmm. three to four was the victory. Four to three. Four to three. Sorry. Yep. Uh, Monticello the two seed beats Sock Rapids Rice three nothing. Uh, and then Little Falls the three seed beat Princeton seven to two. Uh, bottom mm-hmm. side Saint Cloud Cathedral handled uh, River Lakes six one expected the game of the night really <laughs> uh triple overtime monticello win over little falls three two with a controversial goal <laughs> to end it yeah it, there was like a, a mad rush you know it's it's triple overtime mad rush up the ice and 
the, the I don't know who the player was, kind of fell right as he was approaching the blue line. And I'm trying to defend the referees here a little bit. So it wasn't your typical zone entry. He fell and he was down and he was stick. The puck never left his stick or just, just fell off his stick for just a little a moment there. But because the stick was on the ice, you're looking as a ref. You're seeing sick, you're seeing puck, and you're not seeing, oh, by the way, there's another player yeah. on a train, on a boxcar <laughs> that's a clearly a, not doing a, well a, a ahead of him. Yeah. And it was probably, I'll be conservative and say it was off. he was offsides by six inches, but you could make a case that it was 12 inches. So was, full my point is, the puck, if, if there's white space between the puck and the blue line, it's offsides. Yeah. There was a lot of white space. Yeah. A lot. A cinder block of white space. On video. Between. On video. It, like, this wasn't, like, in person. I saw this. No, no. Like, uh, we rewound it and watched it four or five times uh, last night. I was like, not because I wanted to very clearly tweet out that it was very clearly a missed yeah, call. Yeah, that's fine. I didn't want to go, yeah, it was a bad call, you know. In my car. Like, I watched that video of it. We watched it four times. I'm like, that's a missed call. No question. It, and so the only... Uh, What's with officiating in that <laughs> section? Like, especially Little Falls. I mean, like, it's... I saw in the Monticello Cathedral game two weeks ago some of the weirdest officiating. It was this officiating, like, I need to get home. Oh, uh, like you mean this? No, 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 that was clean, not icing, not icing, no, no, no. I admit guilt to that, I've done that a couple times. It's weird to see it on a high school level, and it was like, that was... Well, the other thing about the the reason refs are are trying to keep the game going and squirts, because you have the one hour or the hour and 15, you have the time limits, we're trying to get the... Yeah. More hockey played here. You're in triple overtime. But, you but don't have school, a time there, limit. There's, there's not a game waiting. No, you know? there was nothing here. The big difference. Yeah, so. Moose, Moose Sherritt just had like a basketball game mm, <laughs> in the other room. Nothing. That's that's yeah. the only thing going on. Um, but good win for Monticello. They play then on Wednesday at Elk River Furniture and Things, which is a great venue for this section yes. final. What day was that? Yeah. Wednesday. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I still have Cathedral in the regular season game. When I watched it, Monticello is going to want to play very physical. It's hard to sustain that for 51 minutes against a very skilled Cathedral team. Yep. And so I just, and I think Mm -hmm. the goaltending favors Cathedral on this one too. Okay. Uh, Um, but anybody want to dissent on this? No way. Right. No, okay. Not, not unless uh, there are a lot of offside skulls, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Alexandria, the one seed in 6A, uh, collected a 14 nothing victory over Breckenridge Womp. Mm, the Blades. Blades. Uh, 4-5 matchup, Morris Benson, the 4-1-7-4 over Prairie Center. Okay. Northern Lakes, the 2C beat Wadena Deer Creek, 9-1. Fergus Falls, the... Three C beat Wilmer two nothing, and then in the semifinals, Alexandria beat Morris Benson four nothing, and Northern Lights beat Fergus seven three. These have really been chalk the whole way through. Like a lot of the section, mm-hmm. a lot of this A has been chalk. I don't see Alex losing. They didn't lose the regular season games. Mm-mm. 
I think it's theirs. I'm not. We we went. Look what we did. Yeah, All Alex. It has straight to straight down, and that's Wednesday or Thursday. This is at Thursday at the Mac. Yeah. So yeah, Northern Lights could win it still. I just don't. I think it's seventy thirty right now. I agree, Alex. All right, that's fair. Uh, moving to seven A. Uh, the play-in game had already happened, so Hermantown had the chance to put up two touchdowns and two extra points against International Falls, beating really? them. Yeah, fourteen rip. Yikes! They didn't go for at least. They didn't go for two. Yeah, they could have. <laughs> <laughs> they could have. Um, the four-five matchup. Yeah, at some point, the the, Her- the Hermantown Twitter put out an incorrect t- tweet that said they, you know, Hermantown had like sixty shots after one period. <laughs> Ooh, that <laughs> was not accurate, but it was. That, quite yeah. humorous. Quite humorous. Yeah. yeah. Um, the 4-5 matchup, Proctor wins that game, the, being the 4-seed, 5-1 over North Shore. Uh, Cloquet grabbed the 2-seed. They beat Ely, but they missed their extra points, only scoring 12-0. Okay. Uh, and then Hibbing beat Greenway in the 3-6-4-1. Okay, then we had Proctor versus Hermantown yesterday. That was six to three, Hermantown. Proctor was in it early, right, Carl? Yeah, they had came out with some great jumps, scored first. It was one to one after one period. They actually outshot Hermantown in the first, and it was it was fair. They were outshooting Hermantown, but so you thought for a moment maybe this is something, but Hermantown just trade trained them in the second, and it was over after that. Now we've had a lot of train references, especially when you're talking about Proctor. Well, it's Proctor. It's Proctor. Yeah. Come on, bring. <laughs> Choo-choo, come on, let's go. Um, I wonder if they would have made it to state, you know, those wooden block whistles? Yeah. That would have been fun. Yeah, yeah, that would be cool. No That'd noise be... no noise devices allowed in the Excellent Energy Center. Things are two cents. So, yeah. so, so like, bring them in. Have them get constant. Go for it. Go for it. Jump on the ice. Well, <laughs> you know, I will like... say this. Their their PBA team is one of the top two or three teams in the state. So Ooh. Proctor Youth yeah, Program they're, is they're starting building. to come. And, you know, the a lot of their, their skaters are younger, too. So you know, they're going to lose Riles, of course. But there's, there's there's some stuff to work with in Proctor. I think they'll, they'll become pretty regular at Amazon. I like it. And then the night game. Um, Hibbing, Which is one of the best games of the day that I watched. Yeah, Hibbing beating yeah. Cloquet 4-2. to two. That was an empty netter, too. Okay, mm-hmm. Carl, what did you what did you yeah, see? Yeah, this game, you know, Hip really was had a very strong first period and a half. They were really in control, in control, but they they just kept missing. They they they're having all these chances to you know, put up a quality lead, and you're like, this is going to come back to bite them, and it did because then Cloquet kind of turned it on towards the end of the second, got one, got another in the third, then it was back and forth, and really just great hockey for a while there. But uh, the winning goal was just kind of a little leader that slipped through, and then Hibbing hung on from there. I thought that uh, the physical play that uh, Coach Walters has Cloquet playing mm-hmm. is it's kind of fun to watch. Yeah, you better skate yeah. with your head up. Yeah, the the and both teams. Yeah, they, yeah, the the broadcast last night had a such and such hits of the game. I mean, the reel went on for what something like minute and a half mm-hmm. <laughs> there was a lot of hits in that game last that's night that's good mm-hmm. uh, okay so the wednesday section championship game at amsoil uh hermantown hibbing it's just not hibbing's year 
is the my stance on this. No, it's not. It, it will be. It, it will be. Next year, these two teams will play at the Memorial Building on Friday Night Ice, so I'm excited about that. Yeah, wow. I'm excited about next year's matchup in this. Last year, they kept it really close, okay? Yeah. I think it could mm-hmm. happen that way again. I just I still favor Hermantown coming out of this. I do, too. So, I do yeah, Hibbing is just so young. Has, like, people who haven't seen them may not realize just how many of the players playing important minutes on a very deep roster are sophomores or even a couple freshmen. Yeah. Okay, moving to 8A. Um, did the playing games happen already on these? Forget. No idea. Doesn't matter. I'll read them off anyway. Yeah. yeah. Kitson sure. the 10 seed loses 7-1 to the 7 seed of Park Rapids. 8 seed Lake of the Woods beats Bagley Faustin 5-2. Okay. They went on to lose to East Graham Forks, who went for two. They on did. their second touchdown. Okay. And won 15 0. Oh. That's a big oh. score. Yeah. Um, and then Detroit Lakes, the four seed, beat Crookston, the five seed, seven to one. Big score for yeah. the Detroit Lakes right there. War Road beat Park Rapids, six nothing. And Thief River Falls, the three seed, beat Red Lake Falls, the six seed, seven to two. Uh, East Graham Forks beat Detroit Lakes. Very easily seven to one. Yeah, and War Road beat Thief River Falls five to two, which is what I expected. Yeah, uh, same. Yeah, uh, like controlled, but still somewhat close. Okay, game on Thursday at the Gardens at seven o'clock. We got East Grand Forks. Now, does War Road not like? Do they get a dress in their own locker rooms? Do they have to it, do the Hill Murray walk? It'll, it'll, <laughs> It will be very interesting to see how that all works and shakes out. I've never been to a game in that situation. So I've been, this will be my third, yeah, I, third in a row. And the home team hasn't. I, I love the pictures guys. of, I, I love the pictures of Aldrich with, with the black banners coming, like coming most of the way to cover the hill. Not quite. There's a yeah. little green stripe down there. Yeah. Uh, will they have to take uh, Henry Boucher and TJ Oshie's banner down? Yeah, does Jason have a banner yet? Does no. That, does that no, need to get it's taken? It's hard up? to get a banner. It's hard to get it's a banner. It's really hard to get a banner. It is. There's a lot of. Yeah, Larry doesn't have a banner. No, you have to, like, give back to the no. program and be promotional of the program mm. to get it. Mm, it's okay. not just, it's not, they don't hand out banners like they do in Hermantown. That's <laughs> <laughs> a hard banner to get. Okay. It's okay. a big deal to get a banner. But um, either way, like it'll be really interesting to see if they can use their locker room. I don't because know. I think that I think we'll I get. I think a text. that Hill Murray has to literally. They walk across. They walk across. They like home dress and walk over and put their bags in the other room. Yeah, that is so petty. I. That's that is what, so petty. I, as a Hill Murray graduate, I just find that to be <laughs> offensive and, <laughs> and it's, it's and you know just petty. I, so. But the, the gardens will be packed for this game. Yeah. You would, you would I think. I mean, I'm not going to show up at 658, but I don't think it's going to be packed. <laughs> I don't think it'll be packed. If it's I packed, he, I think it might be, but that's a long drive from is East long, Grand Forks. That is. It is. You know, I'm just saying East Side will travel. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if Thief was playing in it, not the Thief, if Thief was playing, Thief travels really, really well. Sure. 
Um, I, I'm challenging the east side to fill up half the bowl because we know that the uh, world will fill up their bowl, half of the bowl. I think it's going to be a good crowd, but I don't know if it's going to be sold out. It could hold like 2,800. Okay, so what what are the differences in this game? Is, is it is it the top end talent of Waro versus the depth of yep. East Side? That's it's definitely the storyline of this game. And goaltending, mm-hmm. maybe goaltending will be huge. Goaltending is a huge factor in this one. Yeah, I mean, whoever gets the best goaltending performance wins the game. Could it still be like a five to four game? Do you think? I think it will be. I think it'll a lot be like Friday Night Ice, where it's going to be four to three, five to four. Momentum shifts. Momentum yeah. changes. I'm going to see one of the best games on Thursday night, that's for sure. I, I think the of the th- yep. the top three section finals are 2AA, 6AA, 8A for talent on the ice. Ooh, wise. Yeah, and we'll do mm-hmm. a, we'll do a, a, a spaces okay. that night. Too. What what night is Thursday? Uh, Thursday, Thursday night. night? Okay. Thursday night. Sure. Because everybody but two will be. Decided. Out, decided. So we'll have some fun. Have a chat. See if I get good reception in the bog or not. Oh, the bog. The bog. <laughs> the bog will get you every time. The bog the bog really handed us a wrench last time. Yeah, we went even Caleb experienced the bog. The yeah. fog and the bog is the, fog and the, the worst. Bog. You know. Um, so for mm-hmm. this one, I, I'm gonna pick the high end talent. I know Will picked East Side, but I'm gonna pick the talent and I'm gonna go the war road on this one. Okay, uh, Carl picked East Side. You stuck him with East Side, Carl? No, I, no, I, I picked War Road. Well, that's not what I, was. I written. have East Grand Forks right here. So I, I'm certain I picked War Road because I because I said I was picking based on the, the venue, right? Olympic Ice. Oh, that's also true. I didn't think about that. Uh-oh. Yeah, but I it looks still. Like Kayla's popped out of her perch. Yeah, According reason? to my notes, Carl picked War Road. Okay. Huh. And, and T- I'm always right. So. And TZ, you picked War Road, it looks like. <laughs> I got War Road. And Will. You all three picked War Road in my notes. Oh, okay. And you're going War Road, too. I, I, Olympic size ice, I think, favors them I, in this one. I flip a coin. I do. I flip a coin on this game. It's a total coin flip. And I lean War Road because of the home ice advantage. They don't have to travel. No. no. Which I, hey, when you don't have to drive, you know, uh, an hour, uh, quote unquote, a couple hours. Yeah, to get to wherever you're playing, I think that's an advantage in this circumstance. To some degree, yeah, I yeah. think you're right. I, I mean, they right. can go to school, they can do every normal thing. Uh, so I don't know. I, I don't know when we. Uh, is that it? We've all made our picks. Yeah, that's the last section. I got a mm-hmm. question for you guys. Sure. Um, and we know how the voting the voting for Mr. Hockey is complete. We have our finalists, and we have a winner. Um, yeah. Based on the voters, what do you guys? Who do you guys think is going to win, Mr. Hockey? I I still stick with Javon when I said that. I think it's going to be John. Uh, Javon. Okay. Uh, yeah. I I now I think it's Javon or Burroughs. Like those I are think my so two. Too. Those are because my the, two. Because that the the. Having a goalie in there as well, having four out of the thirteen kids at the table, that tells me that they're, they're just the, the the voters loved Minnetonka. <laughs> yeah, I think one of the kids yeah. will get the most votes. Uh, what do you think, Carl? I'm leading nevers now. Okay, based on voting or based on performance, deserve performance and no, deserving. Based on voting, I, I think. 
for a single player standing out against high-level competition. He's definitely game done after it. game, the, games that are being seen. The only knock on that, Carl, is he's not on midterm scouting right now. He might be on the final list, but he's not on midterm. Yeah, and, and that's uh, that will play a factor. In, I believe he was draft eligible last year. I think he was. So they those yeah. second year kids don't get as many looks as this as the current year looks. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, no the, offense to him, I think he's definitely could get drafted. Yeah. Yeah, he, he's good enough, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I think that will play a factor in Nevers's votes. I'm trying to think of I, I can't read the tea leaves this year. Like we're talking like talk about my like no it's just idea. too hard. Like it's just way too hard. And yeah, and I don't there was no Heisman moment this year. Correct. And, and you look at, like, when Sammy Walker beat Minnetonka, I think that was his Heisman moment. Yeah. You know, like, there, when Grant Bessie went Grant Bessie on the tournament, that was his Heisman Although, moment. Yeah, for the year, for the next, the next year. year. He won it because of that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. And, I yeah. like, when Avery Peterson got drafted, that was his Heisman yeah. moment. You know, you can yep. kind of point to a couple of things. I agree with that. Um, but yeah, that's what's, I don't know. What do you think right now? Again, this is me trying to read the, yeah. Read between the lines here. I, I think you're right. I think, uh, you go Hagen, I, I you go Javon. Javon. I think, I think go it's going to be Hagen Burroughs. I really do. Because a lot of these guys are watching him, watched him play in the USHL where he had a great kick off to the season. Yeah. And they're probably thinking that using, they that already have notes thinking, on him. Yeah, so I think it. I sure. think it could be Hagen Burrows. I I do think Cam Hendrickson has locked up the goaltender award. Oh yeah, without a doubt. Here's an interesting yeah. thought. Going back to the Mr. Hockey, uh, I don't want to know who won. Like I, 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 it's great that I get to find out a day in advance uh, for the ten. For the ten, I love that. I don't want to know who won. I, I love it. It's like one of those surprises. Like I, I, we'll we'll finish up our show and we'll flip on the banquet. It's like hockey hair. You yeah, know what I, I mean? Like, it's a little it. candy after the season. Yeah, I want to see it, right? Yeah. For us, we just, I basically, I remember I've watched the Mr. Hockey Banquet from our office yeah, we've right watched here. That we've watched it on. And I like watching it, and I'm like, who's going to win? You know? Yeah. I love that. So, there you go. That's I'm going Hagen Burrows. It's, but, and I uh, bet we could all be wrong. I I, I wouldn't be surprised. It could be Camp. It could be. It could be. It definitely could. So those are some uh, star players that we'll definitely still get a chance to keep an eye on here in the section semis and finals. Is there only one Mr. Hockey candidate that's bounced? Uh, Ernest is gone. Oh, or two. Louis, is, Louis gone. is gone, too. So That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. More will perish. <laughs> More will perish this week. It's going to be a fun week of hockey. Uh, thanks to our sponsors, Jack's Cafe, Gemini, Athletic Red and Black League and Summit Orthopedic. Thanks to Carl and Danny and Kayla. Uh, it was a great show. Looking forward to another great week of hockey. We'll see you around the rink. Love is a burning thing.